Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I wanted to ask you what's the best bit of advice you ever got in life. And chiming in with that, if you could go back in time to your younger self, your little small self, your like 18-year-old self, leaving school, fresh out of school, into the big bad world of college or work, whatever it is. And you could give yourself a bit of advice, looking back now 20 or 30 years later, whatever it is. What advice, in hindsight, would you give yourself? So what was the best, I want to know, what's the best bit of advice you ever got in your life? It could be from your parents, your mom, your dad, grand, whatever, a brother and sister. Or it could be something that you have, a mantra that you have picked up throughout your years and you'd like to pass it on to others or pass it on to your younger self that would have changed your life considerably. Something that you may have regretted that you didn't do. A little bit of advice. Just in one line, give me some advice for life. The number is 87 Hi, Nal. Uh, don't let fear of failure stop you from trying. That comes in from John Doran. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Don't let fear of failure stop you from trying. What's that religious one? Not that I'm religious, by the way. I'm trying to remember the religious one. Strength. God, I'm going to Google it. God, give us... Somebody's going to send it into me now. Give us the strength. Oh, yes. Serenity, isn't it? The prayer of serenity. That's the one, right? And it's a good... Even though you're not religious, it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, it says, uh, God, give us the serenity. To accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. That is a wonderful, valuable piece of information for life. There are certain things in this life you cannot change. And there are things that you can change, but you need a lot of courage to do so. And then you also need the intelligence and the wisdom to understand the difference between the ones you can and can't change. All right. Right, give us your mottos for life here. Any bit of advice you would give to other people or advice you would give to yourself if you could go back in time in a time machine. Like H.G. Wells. Sit there in your seat with the spinning umbrella behind you. And off you go, back to the time when you were 18 or 16 years of age. And you could tell yourself, your little young self, one thing. What would it be? Text us now and let us know. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. WhatsApp or text. Now, let me go to Stephen. Steve! You actually said Stephen there. I know, I know. Then you said Steve. I know. I'm starting to have a little bit of respect for you, which is surprisingly enough, isn't it? I used to oh, call, maybe not. Maybe I used to call you a scumbag at one point. But, <laughs> no, but maybe there's a little bit of respect creeping in. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Tiny bit. Yeah, tiny let, bit. Okay, let's stop that. It's getting weird. Okay, yeah. Steve! So, yeah, the best piece of advice that I was ever given, um, this is a true story, I promise you this is a true story. So years ago, there was the one who got away. There was, um, that was a long, long time ago. What, what do you mean, the one, that, the one you were actually in love with and got away? Someone I actually had feelings for and oh, got away. You, so yeah. you actually had feelings, Steve, for somebody? Yeah, at one point in my life. I, oh, was, okay. young, I was young once. Oh, okay. So, but the only problem was, we were arguing constantly. Right. Like, constant, constant arguing. I was a young guy, I was like... 18, 19 years of age. Knew it all. Knew it all. And the guy who li- lived next door to me, um, it was. do you remember the programme Home, Home Improvement? Right. You do? Yeah. So um, do you remember the guy who used to look over the fence and all you ever seen was the top of his head? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that. And the guy's name was Sean. And one day, Sean was there and he said, oh, here's a rabbit again. He said, can I give you a bit of advice, Steve? 
I said, yeah, go on. He said, women are supposed to be loved, not understood. Right. And from that day forward, my life was so much easier. <laughs> right. So you don't, in other words, you just love them and yeah, help don't, them don't. and agree, support them and agree with them, but don't ever question them. No, don't try and understand the problem they're having. Right. Just agree okay. with them and love them. That's just your mantra, is it? And how's that working out for you, your new mantra? Well, awesome, because I, I, I really just never kind of cared after that. So, I know that sounds weird. I just, I, I just put it... What's the point in caring about what they're arguing about? Yeah, but if you don't understand them, you don't, you, how can you possibly love them? Like if they have a problem and they need your support and they're explaining it to you, you don't just sit there blankly and then at the end of it go, I love you. You do. <laughs> trust me, trust me, you do. That's no. all you do. Because you can't, and you've got to understand what the problem is before you can support them and help them. Otherwise, you've no understanding of why they're feeling the way they're feeling. But they don't care about the help that you're going to give them. All they care about is making them feel warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> That's all they care see, about. I can see why you don't have a huge relationship success. You know, they come over and they tell you a sob story and you put your hand on their hand and you go, I understand. <laughs> In that weird voice. And the, then, what's the weird voice? It's, it's like, the, you know, those people who whisper. I understand. Into the, yeah, I understand. It's that type of thing. And then, and then they feel warm and fuzzy. They feel and then, and then you get to sleep with them. Is that it? Is that Ching, it? There you go. Now you have it. But I'll give you this, the second best bit of advice that yeah. was ever given to me. Yeah. Now, this was from a person who I detest, yeah. which was my mother. But she did give me a piece of advice was, no matter where you go in life, never bring an arsehole with you because there's always one when you get there. <laughs> That's a good bit of advice. It's an excellent piece I, of advice. I like that bit of There's arseholes everywhere, in fairness. Absolutely. You don't so need to bring, bring one. one. You don't need to bring one, yes. You know you're going to... When was the last time you were in Florida, Noel? You were always banging on about a year ago. Yeah, I, well, I haven't been there in about nearly two years now. And I bet you when you went all the way over to Florida... The there was arseholes there too. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. there was. Only they were just flatter arseholes. And, and they spoke differently. <laughs> they do and have you noticed by the way that the Floridians um, all wear spandex the fat, fat ones all wear spandex spandex I haven't noticed that now but I'm, I'm, I'll keep an eye out the next time I manage to get myself over there I was in Epcot I'm, I'm assuming that's where you were I, I've been to Epcot yeah yeah which is terrible by the way it's, it's Epcot not what is I the most boring theme park in the world but go on yeah, yes. yeah. and what I noticed it's good if you have in, kids by the way if you've got young 12 and 13 year olds who are inquisitive they love it there was parents there you know with say the two kids yeah. And they were obese, and the kids were obese, and they'd be wearing spandex that looked like their clothes were painted on. I remember the funniest story. I was in um, Disney World a long, long time ago, and there was a father, and there was this kind of 17-year-old son walking behind him, moping. And the father was shouting and roaring, giving out giving out the pay leg. He was about five or six yards in front of him. And, the fa- and I just knew the son had done something wrong. He was in trouble for something. I can't remember. But the father turned around to him and says, yeah, let's see if Mickey Mouse pays your feckin' college fees. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't know what he's done, but he's pissed the father off rightly. Well, I'm assuming because you're Irish, then you noticed as well that when you're over there, they don't swear. No, they don't. And don't if you swear... Like, I genuinely... Oh, no, we Irish... See, we don't seem to understand that we Irish people, because obviously I'm on radio, I'm not doing it at the moment, but I, in my spare time I do, we swear like sailors. Absolutely. Compared to Americans. Oh, well, now, I had... This is no truth, this is a true story. 
I was in Disneyland, the main one, the Magic Kingdom area. Yeah. And I was having a cigarette, and I didn't realise that you couldn't smoke in Disneyland. No, you can't. And Snow White came over with these wafting gestures around her face, <laughs> as if she was being poisoned and there was plumes of smoke going at her. And I just put the cigarette out, and I told her to... F off. Right. Oh, you told Snow ever. White to F off. Yeah, I told, I told Snow White to ever. You, <laughs> you know, don't do that to Snow White in fairness. I was kicked out of Disney. You were kicked out. For telling Snow White to F off. Well, yeah. Now, they, they do have, like, I think four, in the whole Magic Kingdom, which is about the size of Dublin, they have four smoking areas, I think. Or well, maybe I they're gone now. I, don't, they're I didn't know that. What I did know was, was that they had motorways that connected each park because they were miles away from each other. I, I went in, I remember I had no cigarettes um, and I was dying for smoke and I went into a shop, like a convenience store in the Magic Kingdom. And as you know, every convenience store sells Mickey Mouses and all this kind of stuff. But anyway, and I said, sorry, I'm just looking for a packet of cigarettes, thinking he'd have them under the counter, you know, obviously where yeah. kids can't see them. And he goes, sir, this is Disney World. Smoking is prohibited. We do not sell cigarettes. And I said, but you sell Budweiser. And he went, we do indeed, sir. Would you like one? And I said, no. But I said, you do realise drinking directly and indirectly kills more people every year. We do not sell cigarettes, sir. Please leave the store. And I don't They're know. so anal. Oh, yeah. Okay, really maybe, okay, so, okay, so your mantra is women are not meant to be understood, they're meant to be loved. Meant to be loved. Yeah. And no matter where you go in life, Never bring it up. Oh, we just won there. I'm, I'm liking these. I'm liking these. Aideen, stay there, Steve. Aideen, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you? Hi, Niles. Long Good. time no hear. Nice to hear you, Aideen. So, yes, I'm st- still here. <laughs> still loitering around, yes. Yeah, just about. Right, so what's your mantra? Oh, look, well, my mantra would be it's never too late to start again. Oh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's me. And actually, that, actually, this that that mantra applies to me uh, this week more than any other time in my life. Oh, did you have a? No. Yeah, has, has it happened to you? I can't talk about. It. I can't talk about. It. I, no. You can't say. No, I, can't. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, then. I can't talk about. It. No. I okay. Know. Well, then I know what you're talking about. You can't talk about it, but I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. and it's a good mantra because it is never too late to start again, isn't it? It's to start a new chapter late. in your life. Yeah. 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 And I'm, I. Totally speaking from experience on that one because, um, like, you know what I do. I have my own little music school and I do a few other bits and bobs as well with it. But when I went to, um, I repeated my leave and wanting to go to Maynooth to study music. But at that time, you could only do it with art. And I left after a year because it, it just didn't work out for me. And I was so upset. And I said, oh, it's the end. You know, and I went yeah. off and I got a job in an office and... I mean, it was great. It was good fun. I mean, I made some good pals over the years and like the, the firm I worked for were lovely. But like I continued doing my piano at that time and did my teaching exams. And it was around the time I was doing that and I met my old professor and he told me, he said, you have pure, we have pure music at Manute now. He said, that's what you always wanted to do. You should apply. And I just jacked it all in. There was 350 people. The degree was only about two years old at that stage. And I um, applied. I was one of 350. I was one of 150 that got interviewed based on initial kind of tests and stuff that we had to submit. Uh, Now, I knew nothing about these figures at the time because had I, I don't think I would have had the guts to apply. Yeah. They took 20 of us. Right. Pure music. And I made it in. Well done to you. Well done. I, I did think I, I mentioned it before. I'd love to. I, 
I've never no, played I'm a musical going instrument. To give you, I want you to sign up for piano lessons <laughs> in September. I've, I have a number oh. of adults, and I definitely think that you should think about doing piano. Yeah, Can I, I ask I, that woman a question? Right? Yeah, see, I've ne- Steve, I've never played a musical instrument. Actually, no, I tell, I'm going to tell a lie. I was in a band when I was 17 ah. years of age, a band of four gobshites, <laughs> and I played, I played the drums. I just I basically the banged them. <laughs> I banged these things with sticks just to make noise. But Niall, I'm, I'm Niall, not, yeah. speaking of, I have to interrupt you. Speaking of drums, you know that gig that was on in the concert hall tonight, James Vince McMorrow? Right, oh yes, that yes. This new live gig. His drummer, Paul Kenny, he's the lad I spoke to you about that I used to teach him. Do you remember? Oh, right, and okay. I got him his first gig in the school musical, and now he plays all over the world. The and School of Rock. For James. Good rock. Yeah, I, see, I, I mean, yeah, and the reason I like the piano is because I'm a big Queen fan and I'm a big fan of Freddie Mercury and he's a great pianist well, as well. Mama, I'll teach you how to play both Just killed him. Have you got a piano there beside you, Aideen? No, I don't. Why, I mean, well, I don't. You, you teach piano when you don't have one beside you, Aideen. Well, I don't, you know, because, well, I actually, well, I do have the piano, but my own piano at home is out of tune, so I, I, I wouldn't flick that on yet at the moment. Oh, okay. Aideen, so, can I ask no. you a question? Mm. Yeah. So, I genuinely wanted to play piano years ago and I started to get lessons. It was so confusing. It was like your one hand has to work completely independent of the other That's hand. Right. And yeah. I could never get my other hand to move a different direction <laughs> than that hand. And it just, I gave up. So you're saying well, it's never too late. Is it never no, too late? it's never too late. And the whole thing about it, Steve, that you must do when you're learning how to play the piano is you have to do lots and lots and lots of hand separate practice so that you build up the muscle memory. Hand uh, plenty of muscle memory. Hey, by the hand. way, there's a little thing you can do because I used to do this when I was taught how to play the drums because the same with the drums, one has to move, hand has to move at a different speed to your foot, yeah. right? Okay, so here's, there's a little experiment you can do. So if you rub your stomach with your right hand in circles. And tap your head. And tap your head at the same time. <laughs> no. Steve, do it. Go on, rub I'm your... Doing you know, I'm say, doing it. So clockwise, rub your stomach and then yeah. tap your head. Yeah, that's no problem. Now, most people, well, a lot of people can do it, but some people end up rubbing their head or tapping their stomach. So that's how you know if you can get your two hands to work independently of the other. Now, I mean, Aideen, yeah, are the there people... a little bit more complicated. I know, but Aideen, is there people who will just never be able to play the piano? Um, there's, I, I think... Be no, cruel, I go on, be cruel and just say yes. No, no. I, I mean, there's always people that probably, you look at, you know, they'll play... They'll, Maybe that'll they'll never be great or whatever. But you know something? For me, it's just, it's, it's do you enjoy it? When yeah. you're coming for your lessons, no matter what level you are or what your capabilities are, are you enjoying it? And it's oh, sure, enjoying did, did, you ever, did you ever see your man, the amputee, who plays with his feet? Who? No. I did, there's a dude, he plays the piano with his feet because he's an amputee. With his toes, like? With his toes. No, I've never seen him. And this no. would be just lash out the music and you're like, holy Jesus, I can't I'm do that with hand. Yeah, I'm trying to move my toes separately here. <laughs> it's Nick, I, how do you move your... I mean, when you don't I have, have no individual idea. control over your toes, do you? He has magic toes. <laughs> oh, right, okay, okay. Well, he look at Christy Brown. I mean, he used to paint yeah, that's right, face. yeah. Uh, he used to type. You know, don't slag me, dog. <laughs> now, what was he said in the pub that day? Don't slag me, dog. Respect, respect for dog. That was what he said. Respect for dog. Well, one of the yeah. great, by the way, my left foot has to be one of the greatest Irish movies oh, ever made. An amazing film. You remember yeah. the famous line about when he was asked what was for breakfast? No, I I can't use the bad language on air because you know we're not oh, allowed to. Yeah, but go watch that bit. 
Right, okay. Now now you've just ruined it by telling us, Alba, not telling us what it was. But anyway, Steve, Aideen, hold on. So Aideen's uh, motto is, it's never too late to start again. Never too late. And that goes, that applies to musical instruments, it applies to your life, your life choices, your marriage maybe, or whatever it happens to be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jude, you're an Ireland's Don't classic. Don't say Yeah, nothing happened. Jude, you're an Ireland's classic. Kids. How you doing, Jude? Grant, not about her. What's your motto in life? Time is precious. Don't waste it on fuck with. <laughs> right. Mm, yeah. Uh, that's blunt, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, time is precious and don't waste it on people who don't deserve it, probably. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, also, like, the biggest arsehole is always the one in front of you in a queue, you know? like, why waste your time on these people, you know? Yeah, and that's your motto in life, that time is precious. But time is the most valuable thing you have in your life, by the way. It's the only thing you can't buy. No, I, no, it'll just keep running out, no matter what you do. If time is so precious, Jude, why do you come on here and argue with <laughs> asshole? I, know. I was just going to say, that Jude would never be able to say the piano because he has no compliments on talking to you. Because I'm not wasting it on fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> remember, yeah. guys, we were talking about arsehole. Remember, if arseholes could fly, Ireland would be an airport. <laughs> <laughs> You're just full of the joys of spring tonight, Jude, aren't you? I always am. If empathy was currency, you'd be skinned. Uh, yeah, say that again. Yeah, and well, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, just as well. Do you think we waste valuable time in our lives, Jude? Do you think we make bad? Generally speaking, as human beings, do you think we make bad decisions and waste valuable time? Loads of people do, and the biggest. And I think actually, we were talking about having intelligence. Not earlier on, and someone was talking about give me the strategy. I think one of the biggest things is you have intelligence to realize not to waste time because it's the only thing you can't buy. Time. Why waste it on people? You'll never get time back. It's one thing that you can never grab. You'll never have. You'll never have enough of it. Yeah, you'll never be able to repeat a moment in life. So what no, are you saying, Jude? You, you wouldn't. It. You're saying you wouldn't waste time. Let's say that somebody comes on your radio tonight and they're disagreeing with you. So you don't want to waste time arguing your point with them. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't mind doing that because I, I don't mind people disagreeing. No, you, in fact, it's good that people don't. don't you find that entertaining? I think. I wouldn't have a radio show. <laughs> okay, some numpty <laughs> in the queue in front of you, and he's doing something stupid. and He's taking his time. I just walk you... away. Walk away. I just walk off. Ah, okay. I would have expected you to be the complete the opposite. No, I haven't got the patience. I put. It, I just haven't. I just walk away. You know. Can you play a musical instrument, Jude? No, no, Niall, he would never be able to play musical instruments. He has no patience, and that's one thing you need, both as a teacher <laughs> and a He said he wouldn't play one anyway. No, he wouldn't. He'd be useless. In fact, I, mean, I would <laughs> say to you, Jude, don't bother. God forgive me, because he has no patience. But, he, but he's an angry chap. He could play something really cool, like... Well, when you are angry by times, Jude. No, I'm not angry. It's just my pleasant, you know, demeanour, you know? Remember, hate to love, love to hate. That's one of my mottos. Is Andrea not going against her own advice? Aideen, Aideen, not Andrea. Is Aideen not going against her own advice? Because she just said to him, don't bother, but everybody else no, has No, the reason I said, no, but can I Jude, say something, Steve? Yeah. I, this is the first time I've ever been on the air with Jude, but I've heard him so many times at night. Jude has no patience. He doesn't have any patience or tolerance with anything know, or anyone. It's a gift. And somebody <laughs> with that mentality will never learn how to play an instrument because it's one thing you need is patience and time. You said everybody can start again. You, sorry. You said everybody can start again. Yeah, not you. Well, I'll tell you. (laughs) You know something, Steve. 
he can if he changes his attitude because with the attitude... Can we, by the way, can I remind you, he's still here. We're, we're, yeah. we're talking about him in the third party here. You need to change my attitude. I think it's my attitude does me, serves me quite well now. Well, then that's okay. That's okay, but you you won't... You're, you're, you would definitely have to try and be a more tolerant and patient person to mm. be able to take on a musical instrument because it is a discipline. And unless you're actually prepared... Did you hear, by the way, did you hear my motto in life? I mentioned it earlier on. Which was? And I was actually asked this in an interview last week, actually, what my, my, if, my, if I was to give other people advice, is to value yourself and step out of your yeah. own way. What? <sighs> Do I have to say it again? Yeah, yeah, no, hold on. Value yourself, I understand, but step out of your own way? Yes. Too many people obstruct their own futures. In other words, like I mentioned, in, an example, you're in a job. And you have an opportunity to do better in another job. But you're afraid to move because, ah, the job is steady. It pays me a good wage. You're afraid to step away from it. So you stand in your own way. Oh, yeah. I never suffered that, sorry. Did you know? No. no. Confident person. Yeah, I mean, Aideen, you understand what I mean, don't you? I do, because I had a, I was in a, a quite, a, a, like, a nice job. And he said, I ran an office for seven years. And it would have been very easy for me to stay there for another seven years. But yeah. I took the risk and I threw caution to the wind and I said, and I gave it all up and went back to college. And now, it, because I had my secretarial skills, I was able to get part-time work as a secretary around my holidays and stuff. And, to get you know, a few quid, yeah. I had a, a thing and I used to do work for them, a bit part-time with the weekends, whatever. But it was a really scary thing to have an income like that. And then I had just bought a car and everything else. And then all of a sudden, I had no job. And it was like, okay, I don't, can I do this? And I just said, the one thing I said, and it's kind of what you were saying now, I did, I hemmed and hawed right up to the end. And then I said to myself, I'll never get this opportunity again. And that was it. And yeah, I said, and it might be the wrong opportunity. Out. Might not work out, but it's worth the chance. It's Jude. And, I, and my dad actually was brilliant about it because okay. he said to me, you have your skills. And he said, if it doesn't work out, that you can always go back. Absolutely. Jude, would you throw caution to the wind every now and again? Lots of times. You and have I, to take risks because the bigger the risk, the bigger the, bigger the reward. You have to. Yeah, the, like bigger, the bigger the risk, the reward, yeah. If you, if you make mistakes, mistakes are all learning course. Anyone who never made a mistake is an arsehole. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there's a, you're, there's a lot of arseholes tonight for some reason. <laughs> you know, you make mistakes, you learn by your mistakes. Yeah. So it's good to take risks. And that's why we make mistakes, to learn from them. So you don't keep on doing it over again. But you have to take risks. You know? Mm. I understand. You know? Steve, are you a risk taker? Of course I am. Look at me, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you have you not remembered the past six years on this radio? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, clearly. Yeah, you are a risk taker. Now you have changed somewhat. I have. So, uh, that lady was about to say something really nice about me. Shut up now. She, was, she wasn't going to say anything nice about <laughs> she you. She was. Listen, Okay, go on, go on, on Adrian. Say something nice about him. Why did I? No, you said something about Riz, and I said you, you said he said something to you that you know you remember what I was like, and I said I think we all remember. Oh, oh I said that wasn't nice. Yes, oh, yeah. I think you're. I think oh, you're. Ah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Well, no, his nickname was when he came on the show first, come back six or seven years ago, was Steve the Scumbag. No, I, have the, I, have the, I have the perfect reply for that lady. I understand. <laughs> it's past history. It's over. It'll never happen again. The past is history. It's going on to the future. It doesn't matter what Steve was like in the past. It's history. It's over. Exactly. It's, yes, you're right. Yes. Draw a line in the sand. 
What did yeah. I just say, Niall? It's never too late to start again. Isn't yeah. that what I said to you when I came on the radio straight yeah. when I so warm Absolutely. By the way, Aideen, see, one of Steve's motto is women are not meant to be understood, they're just meant to be loved. Now, do you understand what he means by that? Not oh. really. He, in other words, he's no. trying to say that he's a complicated gender, you know. Too complicated. Well, I have to be honest, I, I, I don't, like, I wouldn't, for me, I, I, whether they understand me or not, that's not something that I would be too worried about, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 just. Are you, compli- are, you, are, you are you in a relationship, Aideen? Do you no, have a, okay. No, but are you complicated? Quite happy not to be. Yeah, I'm quite happy not to be because I just have to worry about myself. Right. I, I'm, well, is there a reason? Do you think that you're a complicated person, or are you easy to get on with, or? Um, well, I mean, I would say I'm easy to get on with because, like, my friends that I've had, I've had them since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, there's very few of my friends that I haven't been friends with since I was in school, but. I think the life I have with my job and that kind of thing is it's not really conducive to family life. I right. Mean, kids, I certainly couldn't do what I'm doing if I had small kids. No, no or you, even, couldn't. you couldn't. You no, know. I couldn't. Because no, like, I work until late in the evening and I, I just couldn't do what I do. Like, cause, I mean, I, you know. Are you back I'm working doing. again, by the way? I know the COVID. I am, it. but we're just finished. We're literally just finished last week, finished with finished classes for the summer. You know, now I, I was saying to Ruth when I was coming on, I'm sitting here looking at the Department of Education website for music because I'm trying to predict what's coming up in the Leaving Cert music so I can give my girlies a few tips, like, you know, that okay. I had for Leaving Cert this year. But, oh my, what questions yeah. were they asking the Leaving Cert? What does that button do on a piano? No, no, it's the actual. So, so I, as well as teaching piano and theory and stuff, you know, I, I you teach as history. Is teacher. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So you can do music as a subject. I, 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 now, see, this is eighteen. I think I don't know if I'd be good because I tell you why. In school. I was awful at history and I was awful at music history because we did music history in school and we also oh, talked yeah. about the Renaissance and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I just, I don't have the memory for it. Well, I only no, have the, see, I'm a weirdo. I only have the memory for things that I like. You know what I mean? Oh, I get you. Yeah. Well, you see, that's it. That's I mean, my mother used to say that to me. It's pretty can't do all your exams in music because he's good A's in music like and I'm shy and everything else, you know. Mm. But like, the, the the thing is with the music now, it's there's very little music history attached to it. It's not like what we did when we were younger. Like uh, there's fifty percent of it for most kids is practical, and I mean, God, that you can do anything now, do you know. And like, will music is mu- I mean, is the quite uh, you know the curriculum for music, like history, does that change? In other words, you know, in it ten years' time, every- will you know um, kids be learning about Ice Cube? And whatever his name is. And, and yeah, no, you're on the ball there. No, no, but, no well, take and Snoop Dogg. Like very quickly this year, the way they work it is, is there's a listening paper and they study for what they call set work. And then on the, on the listening when, paper... When you say that's classical the, music you're talking about, yeah. This, well, the set works, believe it or not, one of the set works this year is the Beatles with Sgt. Pepper. Oh, brilliant. That's what well, now. Yeah, now. Okay, go on, ask. Oh, okay, here we go. See, now, if I was asked questions on that, I'd be okay because I'm interested there in that. There you go. You have what, to know what's Do you have the questions on Sergeant Pepper in front of you? <laughs> do I have, I have questions on Sergeant? Let me see. Hold on a second. Back at your paper. Are you, are you, uh, are you set for a quiz here, Stephen Jude? Yeah, go on, but I'm terrible. The Beatles, <laughs> I don't know who they are. George, <laughs> George Ringo. I'll give you an example of a, of a question on Sgt. Pepper. Okay. okay, let me have a look now because I'm just on the website here. Uh, ah, Google no. Okay, right. So this is the actual Sgt. Pepper track. 
Okay. Yeah. The first question that you know, they'll, what they'll do is that they'll get a they'll get an extract played, and it will be of a particular part. So this is this is the first chorus. Right. Of Sergeant Pepper. Okay. And like it's the, the, the okay. Pepper's so the first. Only that's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the first question is the brass instruments play um, a five-bar opening in this excerpt, and they're asked to say, "Are they playing in unison?" Which is the same thing at the you know they're all playing the same thing at the same time. Contrary motion meaning that they're going in opposite directions or okay. two independent melody lines. And they're in unison. Start, so they are in unison. Yeah, because it goes... Do, 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 yeah. do. That's it. That's it. They're all playing the same thing. See what I mean? No, I, I just passed me leaving, Sarah, lads. Just amazing you are. Uh, uh, I know the bitch he's talking about. You just got one question. No, when right. the brass goes... Do, 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 do. That's it, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, one of Dude, the you're too slow. ...is that there's three different things, um, three different rhythmic values that are given. Okay? Right, okay. And it says the dominant rate bass rhythm is, and you're given three different ones and you have to tick. Um, tick the, 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 another part of it is that they have to actually fill in, there's some notes missing on the, you know, like... Oh, I'll be lost there, yeah. Oh, so is it, by the way, would they be quavers yeah. or semi-quavers? They're quavers. Very good, Niall. Very good, Niall. That's very... See, like see Steve? I'm not such a thick after all. Well, no, know. look, it's music. You're a, you were well, a DJ Niall, for years. I'm going to give you another question. Yeah, go I'm on. going to give you... Now, this is a go very on. general question, which is yes. the last question. You should be able to answer this, okay? Right. Okay. The style of this song is a fusion of pop, rock, and classical. Describe how both of these styles are used in the song. So what would be the classical elements that would be in that song? In which song are we talking about, by the way? In the Sgt. Pepper song. Can in you the, name one thing that's attached to classical music that would be in that song? The brass work. No, there's a string section in it somewhere, isn't there? No, there isn't. Who said brass? I feel I like was, I'm back in the classroom that was here. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, did you put your hand up no, and say no, miss? No, that was Jude. Oh, Jude. Jude, you're meant to put your hand up and go, miss, miss. <laughs> yeah, it was the brass Whoever work. said brass. That was the right answer. All oh, right, okay. The brass instruments are part of the classical orchestra, so that would be a, a, a thing for the brass. And then the other thing then, like the fusion of pop and rock. So you would have to say stuff like bass, rhythm, guitar, lead guitar, drums, you know, all that. And like that driving rock beat, and you've got the snare on the back beat. And so well, here's a, a question for you. What's, what's the youngest you can start teaching kids at? Pian- well, teaching piano. piano. Piano, yeah. I would usually take them from about first class because I. it's really important when they start off that they understand the basic elements of the theory as well and that they're able to do it. Okay, and what's first class? What age is that? that? What age is that? Well, I suppose it's probably about seven now. You know, sometimes oh, I'd okay. maybe take them I'd halfway through senior infants because most of them are five starting school now. So, you know, like I was only five when I started. So, well, I, I, I have a, I have a baby on the way in twelve weeks time. So, Jay's you know, not another one. Jay's no, another unfortunate one. child. Well, you know, one. Steve, what you should do is you should put them into when they get to maybe about uh, two and a half to three years old. You should look for what's called a pre-instrumental group for them, where they just do like with work with rhythm and song and stuff. And you just they get a little feel for what the music is like, and they do stuff with percussion instruments and. Oh, oh, here's, here's, oh here's, the, here's the bit, here's the bit, here's the bit. Well done, Jews. Oh, 
Oh, there's a, there was a bit of independence there, not a unison that at the end. The sec- that was you, yeah, but that is the second chorus. Yeah, right, okay. Okay, that's yeah. the bit near the end, I think, which is the... the well, I think Sgt. Pepper's only recently was voted the best album in 100 years. Yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, I still, I still would say the best album I believe in 100 years is Night of the Opera by Queen, but however, there you go. We can all do. I know. I I would like both of them. I love teaching the Beatles. This this particular course is actually if they're doing the oh, alternative course, they oh. only they do three songs from Sgt. Pepper. They do "She's Leaving Home" as well, and She's "When I'm 54. Well, I, do, I think we should just leave these two alone. They're having a bit of a romance here. From now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jude. What did you say there? You you muttered something there, Jude. Octone Baby is one of the best albums. Octone Baby, I wouldn't walk across the road to see you two. No, no, I don't like you two. No, no, I wouldn't walk across the road. Can I tell you who I like? Yeah, Steve, what's your favourite album of all time? Go on, take a guess. The Nolan Sisters. I wouldn't stop. Actually, you're not far off. Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd. No, the album is No Fences by Garth Brooks. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus, I hate Garth Brooks. Ain't going down till the sun comes up. Hey, I won many a karaoke yeah. thing in that song. <laughs> right, my t- okay, here we go. I'm going to, off the top of my head, my top five albums. Night of the Opera by Queen. Sgt. Peppers, I'll put it in there. Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Queen 2 by Queen. Fleetwood Mac Rumours. How are you doing? Are we all in agreement? Yeah. You're a bit old, now. Yeah. What? It's like old music. Jude, do you like any of that stuff? Um, Fleetwood Mac. What about Queen? Bad. What about Queen? Yeah, Queen are yeah. amazing. Mm. They yeah. are amazing. They're early they're stuff, not the stuff I've more recent. I've seen them live years ago. Oh, I've been slaying. Oh, that was way back in my youth. I've only seen them once when they were brilliant. I've seen but them five times live. Well, on, yeah. You know, and that was fabulous. Absolutely brilliant. But and they were great. But they wouldn't have been my favourite band. I said, I like you too. No. Um, yeah. You know? You yeah. two, and then you two again, and maybe Russell Crowe, Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Russell yeah. Crowe. <laughs> yeah, he does sing, Aideen. Not very well, mind you. He does yeah, sing. No, I, I love Russell Crowe, but not as a musician. <laughs> I'll tell you who's surprisingly a good singer. Who? I'll tell you who's surprisingly a great singer. Um, and I didn't realise this. He sings reggae, Eddie Murphy. Okay. Never heard of him. He's back, on, he's back yeah. on the scene, but he's not doing acting anymore. Now he's singing. You know who? You know who's no, also an amazing I, singer, I, I Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, but nobody talks about him anymore. Yeah, no, no, he's coming back. He's making a comeback to TV. Kevin really? Spacey. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was. Uh, oh, no, that's no, me too. No, no, no. He, he wasn't found guilty of anything in the end, so he's coming back to TV. I believe he's in some Netflix. Thing How could you ever? Is he Netflix or something? He's coming back, Kevin Spacey, isn't he? Some Spanish, yeah, a Spanish TV show. Oh, How yeah. could you ever show your face again? Though? But Kevin Spacey, he is just... he. What happened was he made the movie um, Beyond the Sea, and which was the story of Bobby Darren. Bobby Darren, yeah. Yeah, and he made the movie. And it was he, he did all the singing himself, and he was so good, he actually went on tour then with the band. Sing the song there, Niall, somewhere Beyond the Sea. Uh, okay, hold on. I, I get him singing it now. Hang on. No, no, beyond the sea. You probably know the Robbie Okay, Williams okay. Somewhere beyond the sea. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to play it there, but here we go. I'd I play a bit of it. He's a crooner. A crooner. Like my dad. This is, this is Kevin Spacey singing. Somewhere beyond the sea. Somewhere waiting for me. 
So he actually did sing all the songs in the movie himself. If you haven't seen the movie Beyond the Sea, watch it. It's a great oh, movie. It's brilliant. It's he has the rough hack vibe, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, and he sings yeah, Mac the Knife and all those other songs as well. He's all the crooning songs. But he, he went on tour then with a whole orchestra and band across America. Full tour, doing all the music. It was amazing. No, he is. He's very good. Um, I, Bobby Darren was great, though. I mean, the music is great anyway. Who was you he know? married to, Bobby Darren? Peggy Lee, was it? No. no. He was married to one of those Sing. really famous... Um, oh. God. This is like listening to a conversation in the Norton home, by the way. I think you wouldn't want to do it. My dad is mad in Cochrane, and, and you know, he has this thing, like, if I ever say to him, oh, you know, he'll pay me face doing this. He goes, it's all in the game. And he always says that to me. And I think, you're always saying that. And he goes, it's a song. And I said, no, it's not. He goes, and he got his song. Yeah, that's right. It is a song. It's all in the game. There yeah, is a song, yeah. Put it in. Manny's a tear at the fall, but it's all in the game. And she's nearly has me singing it now. And I sing it all the time. And I absolutely love it. It's a great song. Go on, song. give us a note. Go on, give us a note. Oh, no, Jesus. I'm not singing on the radio. You must be You joking. couldn't be any worse than boiling. <laughs> <laughs> Jude, what's your favorite song of all time? thing to say. Jude, what's your oh, favourite song you. about... You're, you're going to tell me you two, aren't you? But go on. No, well, apart from um, Who's Going to Ride the Right Horse, I like that song, um, Sunday Morning Coming Down, with Who? Chris Christopherson. Right. I'm, 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 that went over my head. Chris Christopherson's dead, I think, isn't he? No, he's not. No. Oh, he's not. He's still alive. Is he all right? Okay, sorry still about that. Alive. Sorry, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Okay, Steve, what's your famous so- favourite song of all time? Jesus Mr. is a Bloody. friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good God. Have you not heard Jesus is a friend of mine? No. Ah, oh, hold on. A friend of mine, I can assure you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you've not heard Jesus is a friend of mine, I'll give you a quick listen to it, okay? Here we go. This is Jesus. Ew. Listen. It's sang by a Mormon family. They're like, <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend of Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Oh my God. Jesus is a friend of mine. Everybody hear the words. I don't mind seeing the Bible. I like it. Hey, listen, listen. I have to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before, and I can tell you that he's one who will never leave you flat. Jesus is a friend of mine. <laughs> you have to, you have to see the video. You honestly have to see the video. Oh, no, to I'm going to look for that as soon as I get off. They're the so again. happy they are. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a bunch of weirdos. Um, yeah. Listen, guys, listen, Steve, Aideen and you. Thank you for entertaining me Good there night. tonight. Thank you very much yeah, indeed. Okay. All right. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.